I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalize you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me I'm an education consultant specializing in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Listeners, our episode of Thriving Matters podcast is with the absolutely sensational Alex Blake. Now, you are going to be stunned when I tell you a little bit about Alex. She's international best-selling author. She's a children's book author as well as award-winning editor, a mentor, an intuitive coach, an entrepreneur. But I think one of the things that she's most proud of is that she's the mum of two boys. <laughs> And so that brings in itself some amazing challenges. So, Alex, how are you today? You are so welcome. Hi, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you. Well, look, you have got a great smile. So I want to know what it is that you do each morning to get that smile running. Is it just plastered on your face or is there something or routine or something that you do that gets you up and out of bed? and gives us that first glimpse of how you start to thrive for your day? Mm, Great question. So thriving for me in the morning means tuning into what I'd love to create. And it may not be that day. It really might be something longer term. It's really the vision I have for a certain choice in my life. Mm -hmm. What is today that I'm creating what is it next month? What is it next year? It's more about you know, the thing that gets me up. It's more about the, it's really, it's really feeling that emotion of that vision. I don't necessarily know exactly what I'm going to do when I get out of bed every single <laughs> day, but it's just having the energy of that vision and that emotion and feeling that. Yeah. So that's what I try to tap into. Oh, I love it. And, you know, more and more, I think we're we're opening up and being able to talk about this when perhaps two decades ago, we didn't really tell people, people didn't ask us what we did. So I like to think that we're all curious about each other. And that's the, the best thing about having a podcast, I think, and working with people is that you get curious about how did they learn to do that? Why do they do that? What else? What else could I do? you know, that would be different and make a difference. Um, yeah, so thanks thanks for that. Now, tell us, tell us a little bit about you. How did you get to do what you love? Because your whole demeanour is about really loving what you do. Um, so tell us a little bit, a bit of a potted history about Alex. And um, I'm curious about the diamond mining and the engineering that you started off doing. So <laughs> over to you. Yes. Well. Yeah, it's uh, ironically, it is curiosity. It's curiosity that got me into mining. It's, uh, you know, at uh, 
late in school, I guess maybe year 11, year 12. I grew up in Sydney and I was at high school uh, in Sydney. And a physics teacher invited me to participate in a school holiday program that one of the universities in Sydney was running. And my curiosity took over and it was so interesting to me to learn about being on a mine site, this machinery that was running, this other uh, size. Alex, I'm really interested in your early career in um, engineering and mining. So I'd love you to, to tell us a little bit about that. Um, I'm, I'm really curious about it. So, and I'm sure our listeners are too. So tell us, tell us how you got to where you are now, but how you started. Let's go back. Thanks, Carrie. Well, curiosity got me into mining. It got me into most things. <laughs> and, you know, certainly at the, towards the end of high school, when a physics teacher approached me and invited me to be part of a school holiday program where universities were taking students out to mine sites through New South Wales. And for me, it was, I was more curious than anything else. I'd always loved uh, certainly being outdoors. That's a very adventurous part of me. So I, I went along on this uh, journey with the university and eventually, you know, went into engineering at the same university actually so the size of the machines got me in uh being outdoors attracted me and looking at how things operated on a really really large scale that mm. lit, lit up my curiosity so I was intrigued and I and I followed that path for quite a few years so I love a really nice gem, I have to tell you. I real, really do. I, I like that artistic use of, of the gems and the magnificence of how they were created. So in a way, where you are today, it is still telling a story of, of a creation and a story of the longevity and the legacy that you lead, in a way, leave. So there's nothing nicer than looking at, you know, an indicolite tourmaline, which I have I do, do enjoy, or a diamond, and you think, wow, how did they get, how did, how did this all come together? And it's like, it's why you've, you've called your, your business Diamond Stories, I'm sure, because they are all about the creation um, and a story that's worth telling. It's, it's, it's gorgeous. So what else have you been up to in your career? It's not just that you started with the engineering. Where'd you go to then? I did. I started with the engineering. I went to that. That eventually took me to some very remote places, and I found myself, you know, being in situations where, after being in the office throughout the day, you would drive across to the uh, to the dinner hall because we're on a remote mine site, uh, and you know that was the place where I was able to engage with others with completely different backgrounds to me. People from all over the world came to these mine sites to work. So the storytelling started to take place there, Carrie. Uh, over dinner, that's what you have in common. You have 
a common heart, you have a common energy, you have curiosity about each other's backgrounds, about what yeah. makes people come to this mind site. You know, we all came on very, from very different paths. So the storytelling uh, became a big part of my life or listening really to, to those stories became a big part of my life. And then when I decided to leave engineering, I continued with the stories and eventually came to a place where I now lead other people to share their story and to put it in a book and to, to write, articulate, to uncover, to unlock all of the gems that have been their life and continue to be in their life. So that's a really interesting um, change, isn't it, from, from the engineering into, into the book publishing and editing writing um and you've you've obviously you know got such a gift alex because you you have received a number of awards um not that awards are everything but they're a nice recognition of 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 what you're doing so was there somebody was there somebody that made a difference to you or influenced the move was it a, an occasion or a, a big change that or something that affected why you wanted to change so we we often talk to talk to our guests and ask them, was there something that actually helped them along the way, that they took notice of it and they made this, this change to how they're showing up today? There are a couple of things. The one that comes to mind is, you know, someone who, who I met uh, while my, my firstborn was very young. Uh, he was probably only four years old, but... I met a, a friend who has become a friend, but I met her at a uh, at a swimming pool where we had our, our little ones very, very, uh, you know, we were there to do the lessons for the little ones. And at the time I was having a lot of trouble parenting and knowing how to be a parent. Uh, I was, you know, I thought I knew what I what to do I thought there was some kind of instruction that came along <laughs> with it. I just come from a from a career where instructions and and uh, procedures and compliance uh, was a very big part of you know my yeah. construction engineering career but in parenting it just wasn't the case so when I met this lady I, I witnessed her interacting with her child in a very different way to what I had seen previously right and I would have to say she was a catalyst for me to, uh, to start looking at raising my children in a different way, to be open to all of the things that they needed to express, to, be, uh, to make space for them, to give them the room to be who they are and mm. not have to fit into moulds and not have to go on a path just because it's the path that I took or my parents took or, you know, the, the people around me were taking. So she would be the first person to, and I'm still dear friends with her today, uh, she introduced me to a very different way of uh, parenting and being with my child and also looking at my own beliefs, my own conditioning, my own patterns and so that was introduction. So that was when my probably ten years ago now, and that took me on on a on a journey of okay, let's let's unlock 
what you know what parenting means to me yeah and the path of parenting was well this is what resonates with my heart and that's 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 a big ticket item isn't it i mean we have you're quite right there's no manual about how to bring up your children i mean every everyone is different um even in a family we have four and even in the um, in the four personalities that we've got, there were different things. There were some things we, we we would have expected and done the same, but there are other other things that we had to allow for because they were all different and you want them to have their own personality. Um, but I love the fact that you were open enough to looking at a different style, a different way of doing things. And I think that's what curiosity, that curious mindset that we, we, we talk about, um, that's, that really sparks new discoveries and so it's like anything it's trial and error we we have to lean in we make little mistakes we make little fails um what do we learn from them but when you look at your um your your sons now um i mean there's an element of of being pretty pleased i imagine with how things have gone since the change occurred and your your self determination in a way your your doggedness to actually give them the best opportunity to develop themselves, and I think mm. that's that's the most beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There were, uh, you know, there were many years, Carrie, where I I it was such a dark period for me that everything I was doing was wrong. I was being criticised from all angles, and I was taking it all personally. So. Uh-huh. There's some pretty pretty dark uh, dark times, and a lot of that time I was on my own. So the you know to sort of to to come out of it, come out the other side, and now you know having persisted with what I knew to be right, even though I wasn't uh, you know right for me, I should say, even though yeah. it wasn't necessarily uh, you know acclaimed in the, in the circles that I was moving in. It, uh, it was right for me. It was right for my family. It was right for my children. My husband was completely on board. And, you know, we now have two sons who are, you know, they're just incredible people uh, with very high uh, emotional awareness, high self-awareness, uh, yeah. tolerant. Um, they're world travellers. They know how to interact in places where they feel very uncomfortable, they know how to lean in, and they mm. know how to voice how they feel. So important, so important, because we we all know that we can use when we are aware of those feelings and emotions. Um, they then affect how what the talk is in our head. They they actually affect our thoughts. Um, but if we've got a choice, we've got we know that we've got a choice in how we can respond and behave any situations um that's the gold that's exactly the gold and I you know I wish I wish I had um you know hindsight's a wonderful thing I think it's like a pain in pain in the butt isn't it really yeah uh, when you look back on stuff and you go oh what did I what did I learn from this but um you know, your kids the kids as they get older they get they give you some insights into what you were like as a parent <laughs> and I I'm I'm pretty hard on myself when I look back I know there'll be some things I could oh I'm, I'm appalled <laughs> appalled at what I may have done but we we get to the point where we go we we understand mum it was a different generation we understand but if we can have a laugh at that and that and I just say well now I see why you do what you do 
So I think it's uh, it's it's a it's a beautiful story. <laughs> the self awareness is key. it really is, and yeah, yeah, you're so right. The you know, there's every everybody has things where they would do something differently, and <laughs> you know, for me, I already I I know the things that I would do differently. Would I? You know, it would change who I am today. So I know that sounds like a cliche, but but I know that I had to go through those things uh, to, you know, to to be to be who I am. And I know I'm still evolving every single day. And yeah, that's 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 life. <laughs> I'm I'm interested also that um, you know, this this notion of what our destiny is is pretty important to you as well. And um, how do we just get on and do what we 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 want to do to get to the place that we've we've actually said this is this is where I'd like to go, even though in the moments of each day we could actually have to, we could actually have to go on a different side journey to than what we'd already planned. So this is to me this is really linked into how we how we can learn to thrive because thriving isn't easy. Um, each day, um, there's plenty of people who's who's getting out of bed is is such a struggle. It's a, it's a mammoth effort just for that. But there are other times when we sort of do it on autopilot, and it, and it's and it's that we're in the flow with it. But the notion of where I want to go and how's this all going to turn out, and being accepting of being in the process is is a big deal. So talk to us a little bit about your notion of. Um, you know everything's everything is a choice. Um, get get on to do that thing so, so that you actually get the freedom. So t talk to us a bit about that. So so when I when I share with people, Carrie, that uh, that we have a choice, it's not it's not so much that you know, there's someone, there's someone to blame for something that happened to you or, or that type of thing. It's more, you know, we only, we only get this one, we only get this one life really. Mm. And we can sit in this place of all of these things happened to me. This was really, this was really painful. This was really, uh, you know, terrible. The, the depth of this hasn't happened to anyone the way it's happened to me. And I and I get that I'm not um, I'm not saying that 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 you know didn't take place. I also recognise that without some hope, we're going to forever sit in that place. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you know I, I really I really believe that we have a choice in every single thing that we that we do, every single reaction that we have. Uh, for me, I look at what would I love to create? What would I really, really love? It may not be today. It may not be next month. It might take me a year. It might take me five years. But what would I really love? What's in my heart? Mm. You know, and to get to that place, I have to be really truthful. And the truth can be revealing. It can be confronting. It can be painful. But I have to be really truthful. Yeah, you know, saying around, you know, there there is no reward without, or the you know the sacrifice. Yeah, a sacrifice is something that you go without now in order to get a bigger reward in the in in the long term. Mm. Mm. So, 
you know, making these choices today, being really self-aware of what my beliefs are, what my patterns are, what are the obstacles that continue to hold me back? You know, what things do I have running in my head that has been created since since I was younger? What sort of conditions existed? They yeah. still exist today. We're never going to eliminate those beliefs. They're always a part of us. But do I want to let my beliefs my limiting ones hold me back from what I really want. And so there's a tension there. Mm. And so I learned to become comfortable with the tension. It's not stress, it's just tension. So I that think... tension between what my reality is today and what I really want in my vision in the future, I get comfortable with that tension and I bring my beliefs along with me I often share with people to, you know, pretend it's a, pretend you're riding one of those old-fashioned bikes with a basket at the front. Maybe it's not <laughs> old-fashioned, but might be trendy these days. It's, and put your beliefs in the basket. You know, they're coming along with you. They're not driving the show. They don't have to define the direction that you take. Yes, they're always going to be there, but they don't have to be the driver. I think that's really important, isn't it? You you made me um, just remember <clears throat> we had a family occasion last week and um, the four the age group of the of the family group that went ziplining um, was four to seventy so we we had a whole spectrum women and men and I I um, I went yes yes I'll do it you know the grandson said yes will you come down and will you you come ziplining yes I'll do that with you oh good on you and he, oh, his eyes popped open he said, you will I said I will anyway so it's great so it's not until you get that harness on and you're starting to get the instructions you're going oh so the limiting belief is you're gonna you're gonna fall off and hurt yourself are you going to you're gonna back out here at the last minute and um, not be able to do this no, and then the other beliefs come in going, well, you really want to do this. You actually do want to do this. You want to be able to say, I, I had enough grit and gumption and gall to actually do this, right? <laughs> and so it made, I, I became very aware of what was happening in my body. I, I tuned into the what people were saying in the group, in, in our group, you know, we can do this. And the kids, the little kids, so two seven-year-olds and one four-year-old, and then we went 70 down in the 60s, down into the 30s and 40s, right? So we had a whole range. But I just listened and I went, okay, so people are actually saying, oh, I am a bit scared. Kids saying, I am a bit scared. So the, I listened to the parents then say to the kids, yeah, we're all a little bit scared. But if we listen to the instructions and we know that we're, we're going to be safe, um, if we do that, everything will be fine. You'll be fine and we've got your back. We're here and we've got your back. You'll, you'll do this. So, we are, so by the time I get to to actually get onto the edge to actually do the first the zip line, I'm thinking, calm the heart, heartbeat, calm your heartbeat down, do your breaths, trust this. You've you've got it. Everything is safe. So the you know the rational side's going, okay, we've had the safety. No one's going. We're, we're hooked up here. We will not get fall off. There's no way I'm going to be touching anything. I'm going to be holding on tight. Won't be touching anything to to loosen it, right? <laughs> but I'm thinking, 
we need these experiences just like you're you know you're you're saying we actually need need to recognize what's happening and be able to say right what's what's the end result? i want to feel exhilaration i want to feel super chuffed with myself that i've done it that i've put to bed some of the the anxiety and the fear um so yeah it, it's it's a it's a great thing if that's just one tiny little thing and if we i think our life is if we don't go into those things if we don't actually try those see how we go um see how we're reacting to to some of the fear elements we're never going to grow we're never going to become more than what we are in this present moment i think that's really important so true and that's such a great metaphor for life isn't it the zip line and and looking at well, what is the end result i want out of this i do want to feel joy i do that exhilaration yeah, yeah, yeah. i want to create this this thing or this this experience or whatever it is for you in your in your world you know a transformation for others a book for others a you know whatever it is and every single person has and has some fear yep the, the bigger the the bigger the thing you know the the that that big fear monster of resistance looms it does and it's really that that point of you know standing on that that precipice i'm never going to get to the other side unless i take that step yep for many of us it's baby steps and that's okay mm. and i'm still finding my way with taking bold steps and you know i think i think a lot of us are but yeah, in, in order to grow, in order to be everything that we can be and that we already are, we have to take some steps. Take we steps, yeah. Place. We, just, we just can't because, because nothing's going to change. So, Alex, tell us some, I know Alice is be really curious about Diamond um, Stories. So would you like to tell us a little bit about um, why you named it that firstly, I think that's, that's quite important here. And, um, you know, the heart-centred publisher, um, I think there's a story there as well. And we've heard you, we've already heard you talk about the heart, the heart of you, the heart of things that matter. Um, so, you know, you've probably got more of an untold story that's that's still to come as well, which will be even fantastic. <laughs> So tell us, tell us about your diamond stories. Well, diamond stories came about when, as I said, I was listening to a lot of stories uh, at at the mine sites, and the one particular mine site I was at, living in in Canada, I was in the Arctic. I was mining diamonds in the northern, north, very north of Canada, above the Arctic Circle. Again, very isolated. We could only get there. Uh, on via the ice road over over winter and that came up from the the southern uh, provinces of Canada. And you know the the diamond mining there, it wasn't so much about the mining itself because when you're on a mine site, you really could be mining anything. But the thing I love about diamonds is you just don't know what's in that dirt. You just don't. you uh, you have all the data you know, from the geologists uh -huh. data, but you don't know what's in there. So when I created Diamond Stories, I I knew that it was it was going to be a collection of 
stories that took a while to get to. Okay. You know, it took a while to unlock. Um, a lot had to happen for these stories to be unlocked, to to shine, to be, you know, to be in their brilliance and to impact others. There was a lot that needed to be dug through. So, and, you know, diamonds for me represent brilliance. They represent mm. the sparkle, the shine, the polish. They represent the the gem quality and the multifaceted unique parts of <laughs> each of us so diamonds made sense to me they became a really key part of of unlocking a story and and letting it shine you know putting it in a place where it could shine so hence the name diamond stories it, it just yeah. it, like uh, so apt so apt i think yeah well done <laughs> The um the Arctic would have been an experience. Um, I also know that you've um you know you, you don't mind a little bit of geology, so you've trekked uh, Kilimanjaro. Yes, I've done quite a bit of uh, trekking around the world, mm -hmm. and again, it's the curiosity. A big part of who I am is curiosity. So adventures that take me into incredible landscapes. Yeah, that's a big part of what drives me. It's one of my visions. It's one of those, you know, getting up each morning. Okay, what's the mm. next vision? And although I may not be climbing Mount Kilimanjaro tomorrow, uh, you know, it's something that I plan for. So I did, I did climb Mount Kilimanjaro a few years ago now, uh, and and I continue to take adventures where I'm really pushed out of my comfort zone, and. You know, going back to that theme of growth that you mentioned, Carrie. For me, trekking it is a safe place, but it's also mm. growth. It's a physical growth. It's mm. an emotional growth because I'm meeting people along the way. It's a mental growth because you know I'm 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 convincing my subconscious that I have this capacity yeah. to do things. Okay, so I'm sending these messages constantly to the subconscious that says, yeah, I can do this. Absolutely mm. I can. Yeah. And I'm aligned to it and I go with what's in my heart. These things do come to fruition. What's on the, what, what have you got lined up at the moment? Are you planning another walk soon? Uh, my next trip is I'm on safari in Africa in a couple of months. Oh, yes. Yes, um, that's a, a very going to be a very special trip. I have been in Africa before, as you know, at Kilimanjaro, and I was working in Africa at uh, some diamond mines a few years ago now. But uh, yeah, the the animals, the la the landscape, it's just a incredibly yeah, uh, it's a it's a soulful place. Yeah, it's a really beautiful place. So that's the next trip, and then a few others later in the year. I just got back from Vietnam and. Uh, that was my first trip to Vietnam mm -hmm. just a few weeks ago. And, yeah, my my next goal, Carrie, I haven't just started on the number yet, but I'm 52 now and I've been to 45 countries. Oh, wow. Thinking there's some play, there's some play in the future around, you know, 55 at 55 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
That's um, my, I'm, I'm going to just jump in and just say that my first walk ever was for my 50th birthday, which is a little while ago now. And it was the Coda Trail up in PNG. And um, yeah, it was mammoth, absolutely mammoth. It was deliberate. I did it deliberately because we had, I had such a lot of things changing. And after bringing up four children, um, one was one was being married and would live interstate. One were, you know, all the others were were all starting to move out. So it was an interesting time for for who I was and what I'd I'd done. And um, <laughs> I never forget. I went up and um, the guy who who uh, who led the led the whole tr um, trek and has a big business up there. He said to me, he said, well. He said, if this is your first walk, he says, well, you've done the, the, the hardest, bloody, um, most difficult walk ever, Carrie, as your first walk. Um, and I said, yes, I, I think I have. And I've done some others since, but I have the urge. I've got, now that COVID's sort of settling down a little bit, um, I've now got the urge to do some more. And um, I'd really like to continue that. So that will be, and it's it's one of those things, It's 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 a space. It's a space that you put yourself in to be to actually look at the world differently, to look at yourself differently, to look see where you can still grow, um, to challenge your beliefs and assumptions about a whole lot of things, and um, it's precious. It's absolutely precious time. And so I really believe in the this notion of a space to think about how you lead yourself and how you lead others, no matter what walk of life you're in, no matter what you know whether you're have a business whether you're a lone ranger sole trader <laughs> whatever it is it's it's about the journey and um that's life i think uh, and how fortunate are we to be able to do it i think that's the other part it's the gratitude that goes with it um and you can put up with losing toenails and blisters and sore muscles and you know you can put up with that with the, you know it's you know we're just very fortunate okay so What's happening for Diamond Stories this year? Are you have you got some exciting projects on on the way? I do, Carrie. So Diamond Stories is take has already. Uh, we've got several compilation books that are in the works, so that's always an exciting time because you know the the books have a specific theme. However, the authors come at that theme with very unique stories mm. and they're so inspiring I just I'm yeah I'm, I'm so humbled and so delighted to to work with each and every author so we do have the compilation books uh, in the pipeline uh, I also have a couple of children's books in the pipeline which is very exciting because they're just mm -hmm. a to work on they're so much fun it's uh it's like it's like playing in a toy shop you know the old-fashioned toy shops where everything's uh, everything's new, and you know you you approach it with with innocence and awe and wonder. And I, I do have a lot of fun working with my authors on the the children's stories and the designers because the illustration is a really big part of the the children's books. And and I also have a really beautiful uh, book uh, by a solo author who you know has. You know, gone through, gone through certainly a, a journey of uh, a transformation journey where she has 
yeah, she's re she's revealing really her 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 heart, her spirit, uh, and you know all that she's learned. So that's more of a memoir, a narrative space. Mm. So we've got a few things on for the rest of this year. Just <laughs> busy. And and those children's books, um, you'll be authoring some of those. I do have one children's book uh, of mine in the in the pipeline, Carrie. But the other ones will all be others. Will be others. Yes. Oh, oh, Alex, a beautiful world to be part of. I, I would think. Yeah, the people. So okay. So now let's think about listeners. You've heard lots about Alex's mindset and how she's she's moved through challenges through looking at um, the relationships and the stories that she's heard. Um, and so I'm thinking now, if we if we had to say something else in this conversation that we haven't said today, what might that be? It could be something that our listeners could try, uh, look at reflecting on. It could be something that's just bubbling up for you through the conversation that we, we, we can add to it. Mm. Putting you on the spot right now. Putting you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. So, so the thing I would say to to listeners is, just you know, take take your time to take your time to uncover your the truth for you. What's true for you? What's really in your heart? What do you really want to create? What do you not want to leave this world having it unsaid or undone? Mm. You know, what's what's that one thing? Maybe there's two, maybe there's three, but what is that? And you don't have to figure out how to get there. At this point, just recognise what it might be, you know, and then, you know, it's just um, if you can, look at, uh, explore working with an intuition coach to help you move through that to really get to the depths of uh, how to make it happen. And so that, that's what I would say. Just identify the first step. Just identify what would you absolutely love? What would you absolutely love? What's in your heart to create? Beautiful. Because our, our world, I mean, I think we're living in a time at the moment that's enabling more and more of the exploration to happen. Um, it's so quick to use and easy to use technology for good purposes, um, but it's also um, a time when we're we're really looking to understand ourselves and what works for us in different modalities, like journaling, like um, you know, writing our memoirs, like talking to people such as you, having the conversations, just so that we're we're more curious and we're open to doing things differently doing things that are we haven't even thought of. I had another guest uh, a couple of weeks ago who, um, when I asked him the question about, you know, how, or how do you get out of bed each day, Ben? What, you know, what, do, what does it? And he goes, he said, I like to ask myself the question, what is it that I can do differently today that's going to make a difference? And I think it's, it's a similar, different language, but a similar, similar concept. Oh, Alex, I've seen some of your, your book productions and they're absolutely beautiful. So listeners, if you're curious about Alex and knowing a little bit more about her, she's very easily found and your best contact details are um, diamondstories.org, yeah, AU? 
www.ngmail.com.au and yeah. an email an email you like which is yes so alex at diamondstories.au yeah and yes and there is if you are curious about your own story or how to unlock it how to share it how to get your own message into the world uh, there is a, a new program starting in May. So you're very welcome to get in touch about that. And we'd certainly love, love to work with you on, on unlocking your untold story. Fantastic. New program in May. So listeners, if you've enjoyed our conversation today, well, you know what? Every podcaster likes a little bit of love. So why don't you subscribe and also share it with someone who you know has been wanting to write a book, who just hasn't been able to start because Alex is going to help them unlock that, unlock their thinking around it, but also unlock the whole process for them. Um, so we all, we all know that thriving isn't easy in life and work, and that's why our conversations with our guests are so stunningly beautiful. They're, they're full of vulnerability and honesty and truth. And I think that's what we're all looking for these days. Um, and it's also something that we need to share with our younger generations. It's very important that we actually talk, talk and walk the talk as, 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 we, uh, as we do this. So thanks for Alex for your company today. It's been beautiful. Um, I'm, I'm really interested in the safari. You, we've got to have you back on just to, to see how, how it went, what happened, what the learnings were, what's going to come out of it. Oh, my gosh just amazing um but um i'm in awe of all the things that you've done and i just think your 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 movement in your career from engineering through to to the book arena um is is just a beautiful way to continue to find people's stories and show how much each one of us is precious so thank you very much for being being with us today Oh, thank you, Carrie. Thanks for your divine energy. <laughs> You're holding such a beautiful space. It's been my absolute pleasure. Loved it. Thank you thanks, so much. Thanks, Alex. So listeners, you know where to find me, carriebenedette.com. I'm on LinkedIn, um, all the socials as well. So over to you now. Make sure you love us and like us and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now. I'm Carrie Benedette and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters. <laughs>